Welcome to our fourth episode of our Disney podcast, Mouse Ears Required, and our countdown to our January 2022 Disney vacation. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of Mouse Ears Required. Uh, we're killing it this week and staying on top of stuff. I'm excited to get to this week's episode. Um, we're going to cover bucket list items. So I can say for me, a lot of it will be stuff that I've heard and my wife has told me about or podcasts we've listened to. There's a lot of hearsay with me. I feel like Abby is a lot of anticipation and redoing stuff too. So it will be fun to see both angles. Welcome to the podcast, Abigail. Hi. That's very informative of you. Um, let's get to it. So for each of the categories that we're going to go over, we didn't want to get too absorbed into them because we don't want this episode to go on forever. So we're just going to kind of pick one or two things at each park and then one or two things outside of the parks that we either want to see, ride, eat, or drink. So we're going to start at the forever classic and probably all-time fan favorite, the Magic Kingdom. I don't like how you give intros for stuff that you like. <laughs> well, it's not, I feel like, my favorite park, but I feel like it's the iconic one. Like, when you think about Disney World, what park do you think about? That's not the point. This is our podcast. I it know. It doesn't have to be Magic Kingdom, Okay, people. then which park do you want to start with? No, we can start with Magic Kingdom. <laughs> All of that, just to start I agree. with it. It's very, it's very Disney-esque, and it kind of leads in, um, leads into mine perfectly. Well done, Abigail. Thanks. Um, but no, I think Magic Kingdom is fun. I think um, Magic Kingdom is the vision of Disney. It's everything's Disney oriented, as opposed to like other parks where they're still Disney oriented, but there's like subplots, whether that be like Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, where you have animals being the focus, or nature, and then Hollywood Studios is all movie-oriented, um, and they're all Disney-oriented, too, so um, for Animal Kingdom, I mean, I'm sorry, for Magic Kingdom, I think it's it's about the magic, and for me, that is the Main Street Bakery. Now, I may very well have been there. I am not certain. Um, I'm sure my mother had taken a step, but I have any memories there. I can't tell you where it is other than on Main Street, um, and the Abigail here was uh, nice enough to get me a wax melt of the Main Street Bakery. Um, and it's delicious. It's in my office burning almost every day. Or not really burning, I guess, melting every day. Um, so I'm excited to get into it. Food is my favorite thing. And I feel like um, that's what I'll enjoy the most there is the food and everything of that sort. I think the side note of people watching is always a fan favorite for Tim. Um, so I kind of checks off both boxes, hunger, food. You know, people watching and... Probably a good bench to sit on. Yeah, somewhere to sit, perhaps. Um, so that's what I'm excited about. That's my bucket list item for this trip um, coming up in January. So what about you? I think for me, it's going to be rides. And even though both of these rides are classic attractions at the Magic Kingdom, they're rides that for some reason or another, I haven't been on the past few times that we've gone to Disney World so for me it's going to be getting back onto the Jungle Cruise which I knew I know that they're doing renovations to but I just heard that they're going to be keeping them the ride open during the renovation so we'll we should still be able to go on it while we're there and I just haven't been on it in a really long time I feel like when we go to that part of the park we get on Pirates of the Caribbean and that's it so going to the Jungle Cruise I think will be fun plus it's always entertaining and funny and then the other one that I haven't 
been on in a really long time and I'm sure it's because the wait is always super long is Peter Pan's flight but I love Peter Pan I love that movie Tinkerbell is one of my favorite characters I could probably watch that movie over and over again I know Tim entered at a part of my life where I was constantly watching Hook which is obviously a Peter Pan spin-off so just one of my favorite movies but this ride is super short and the line is always super long so we skipped over it for one reason or another so getting back onto those two classic rides that we skipped in the past because we were trying to get on the big thrill rides when we were only going to be in the Magic Kingdom for a few hours because we were always trying to use up that hopper pass to get to another park. Do you even remember going on these two rides? When yeah, you went? we went to the Jungle Cruise one every time we were there, I feel like. Um, I enjoy it. I actually have visual memories of it, so I'm excited to go on okay. that. Uh, Peter Pan, not so much. Um, I'm excited to go on this year, just like I will be any other ride, but... Um, I just don't vibe with Peter Pan the same way you do. Um, but I'm excited to experience it. From everything I've heard, it's like the E.T. ride at Universal. Um, a similar setup, um, which would be good because I don't like E.T. and he scares me. So I get to experience a, a dark ride. similar dark ride type thing. Yep, for sure. Cool. So moving forward, we'll go to Epcot. Do you want to go first? Yes, because I think Epcot, like we've talked about in other episodes, is one of my favorite parks, especially the aspect I'm going to talk about, which is the eating aspect. Um, I think I mentioned this in the first episode that we usually go for the Food and Wine Festival, so I'm excited to be there not during the Food and Wine Festival to kind of experience what the countries have to offer food-wise authentically without their booths being out front or extra food being around. So I am excited to go to Morocco. We kind of started talking about this a while ago because we had heard a recommendation about Morocco and how good the food is there. And I just love tapas style food where it's small plates and you can kind of share so you get a bite of everything. That's not always Tim's favorite because he wants a bigger portion size, but I know my mom and I really kind of lean towards the tapas style and that's what they serve there at Spice Road Table. So I'm excited to go there and do that. And they also do sangria there, which is one of my favorite beverages so I just think this will be a country that we don't normally stop in for one reason or another to kind of put on our priority list to make sure we stop at to kind of try something different and new yeah that's one of the things I'm most excited for as well as just the different foods and stuff there but typical Tim fashion I did not pick food or beverage even though that probably is what I'm most excited for there um, I think my bucket list item is actually a ride there, which is unique because I don't feel like there is a ton of rides and attractions there. There are, but they're more limited than other parks, I would say. Um, but Soren is mine. Um, I've heard a lot about it. Um, even before um, Abby and I got into this whole craze of podcasts, like it's just something that I've wanted to do and it's just a cool little uh, paraglider stimulation uh, I'll never be brave enough to do an actual paraglider so it's probably as close as I'll get to it um, and it just gives me something else to look forward to other than food and drink which I'm excited for here in Charleston so um, yeah that's just my underdog pick but something I'm looking forward to as a bucket list item and that's my mom's favorite ride, so she'll be super happy to hear after Tim pretty much bashed every single one of their favorites in the last episode that he has picked a ride that they, or at least my mom, also feels very fondly about. So I'm happy to make them happy. Putting him back in their good graces with that pick. Yep, that's for sure. Um, the next uh, one we have is Hollywood Studios. Um, do you want to go first? 
Sure, because I think I only have one in this park, and you actually have two, so. Probably more than um, two, but yeah, pick two. Yes, you pick two. You pick two, kind of like Panera, but you pick two. Ooh, that is expensive. Maybe that's a, hmm, an idea. You pick two, but just to store that somewhere in the back of my brain, but my big one here is going to be the fan favorite, Rise of the Resistance. I haven't done it yet. I've heard so much hype about it, and then everybody says it not only lives up to the hype, but exceeds the hype that people talk about with this ride, especially when it comes to the queue, getting in line, just the whole part of this park is an experience because they literally built, I know it's not called this, but Star Wars Land for this ride and everything else that's in that area. So it's not just an attraction, but going to that new part of the park, seeing what it's like, and then getting on this attraction where you kind of are 110% immersed into Star Wars, which is crazy because I don't love the movies. But she I'm, refuses to watch the movies with me, okay, which I've is watched the them once. And I didn't watch them in the quote-unquote correct order. I watched them numerically, which you're not supposed to do. Doesn't, either way, you, uh, it's a struggle for me in our relationship. <laughs> but. We'll put it on our pre-trip bucket list to make sure that Tim reintroduces me to those movies and all the subsequent movies that have come out because I know he loves The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, and I didn't even watch that with him. So, Kirsten kind of. needs to get you in check. Kirsten, <laughs> come get your homegirl. Um, it's not okay. Um, but yeah. yes, I'm the most excited about going on that. Fingers crossed that we'll get a boarding pass and be able to do it at least once while we're there so we can see if our judgment of the hype really lives up and exceeds it. Yeah, I think that was a good pick. I feel like you could have picked any attraction, event, food, or item at uh, Hollywood Studios and I would have said that's on my bucket list. But I was nice enough because I'm a generous human being to uh, to narrow it down to just two things. Um, I'm excited for everything there. I'm going to start with, I can't pronounce it, but the canteen bar from Star Wars. Um, Bogus canteen. There you go. Um, you heard it first from her. Uh, I haven't been there, obviously. I don't know anything about it. Um, other than what I've heard from other people, other podcasters. Um, and I'm just really excited about it. I really like trying different drinks and foods. Um, and I think that scene from Star Wars has always been iconic. Even when I was a little kid, I recognized the uniqueness of it. And without being too corny, but it just shows the diversity of cultures within an area, even though they're, uh, what you would call them, like fictional, right? Yes. Fictional cultures. Um, but it's still cool to see all the different things and this whole fantasy land come to life and the drinks are different. Um, and it'll be a good place to sit because I will be really excited and probably burn myself out as I do for everything and get super excited and then wear myself out. So it'll be a good resting spot. And then redemption is the other thing. This is probably the number one thing on my bucket list. And that is a rock and roller coaster with Bon Jovi and all their... No, no Aerosmith. What did I say, Bon Jovi? Yes. Okay. I'm dumb. Uh, Aerosmith. <laughs> See, that's how you know it. I can go on it. Uh, but no, I'm just really excited. I love music. Um, I want to go on the ride. I wanted to go on it when I was a kid, but I was too scared. There's there's a fine line there that I wasn't willing to conquer and trust. We talked about that before, too. Um, so I'm excited to go on it. I'm excited to get the right band name next time um, and be able to experience it. I've heard a lot about it. Obviously, it's been around forever now, um, and it should be fun. It, it's an actual ride, which makes me very excited. Me too. And the line isn't too bad either. So I guess because, it, like Tim said, it's been around for a long time now that it isn't one of the, you know, 
big popular or I guess still it is big and popular but just doesn't draw as many people because there are newer attractions at this place I mean there's Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land which is (laughs) I know not called that and yes the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway yeah so just some newer attractions that I'm sure are going to pull people away from that line, hopefully for our sake, since so Tim can get his redemption um, on this this attraction. Yeah, it's been uh, my bitter enemy. I can't even get the band right. I haven't been on the ride. I was scared of it. There's lots of a redemption story here. Maybe Disney will make a movie out of it. Who knows? Um, but we'll go on to my favorite park, which is... Animal Kingdom! I nailed it. Um, you can go first. Okay. So I actually, we both had two here, so I guess you can tell that we're both pretty excited to go to this park, and I have a ride and a beverage. The ride I have already been on, but I think I'm just excited to go on it again because I only got to go on it once, so... When you go on a ride once, I feel like you still don't get the full experience because you're such in a daze almost of what's happening that you don't notice all the details. Kind of like when you watch a movie for the first time, you miss things. So I'm excited to go back and catch the things that I missed. And that's going to be Flights of Passage. Super excited for this. I love all the colors and the detail. That's a lot of the reason I really like the Disney and Pixar movies as well. So for this movie to also incorporate all those details and colors and this ride in this area of the park at Animal Kingdom just does that so well. So I'm excited to go on it, but I'm also excited to take Tim on it because I think part of my joy will be seeing how much he sees in it and likes it and things like that. So I think it's going to be awesome in that regard. Do you want to do your ride or do you want me to talk about my second thing? Let me talk about your second thing. Okay, so my second thing is that Another thing we've been hearing from some other podcasters or that I've read about in some Disney articles, I subscribe to too many Disney newsletters. So I read things all the time about what's coming, what's good, what's not good, reviews. I want to gather all the information being the type A person that I am. And I want to try the green beer that is also in Pandora. It's supposed to be an apricot and peach flavored beer that comes out green, kind of like St. Patty's Day green beer but doesn't have any type of green flavor. It's peach and apricot, which are two of my favorite flavors to incorporate in just about anything. So I'm really excited to try that beverage. And it's at a place that we've never been to. I may butcher this name, but I think it's called Pongu Pongu. So we will go there. I will try a beverage. Hopefully maybe Tim will split said beverage with me, but probably not. He'll probably make me get my own and him get his own. But a beverage that I'm definitely excited to try because i think it's just unique to this area plus you know i love trying a new good beer yeah i think this park kind of shows um our similarities in a lot of ways i feel like a lot of parks we show our differences with you and that's a good thing too but uh, we're both excited for the same things um i had flights of passage originally and then i thought about it some more um and then the green beer sounds delicious i'm also excited for that uh, i feel like anything we do at this park is going to be enjoyable I'll, I'll be excited for um I don't think I'm going to want to leave. I think I will outlast Ernie and Kathy for sure, and probably you as well. Um, I'm not going to want to leave. I'll probably want to go back. I'm super duper excited for it in general. Um, but going on to mine, um, the, the most I'm excited I am for this whole trip, um, or any trip that I go on uh, to Disney, will be for the safari ride. Um, that wasn't completed when I was there. I think they had the animals and some, but not all. 
Um, I don't think that's the ride that I'm going to be able to go on or attraction, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's not one that I'm going to be able to go on just once. And I'm sure that will annoy some people because there is so much to see here and do, but it's just a really cool, uh, interesting experience that you can do other places, but I feel like Disney does it, uh, really well. Um, Disney plus has a TV show about specifically the animals there at animal kingdom and how they take care of them and the different kind of things that they do to make sure that it's as authentic as possible and the animals are as happy as possible and all those things make me happy so i'm really excited to go on that and experience it and sit um which would be really cool um i love the intricacies of all the different things they did and now that i watch that show plus other shows um i kind of know what to look for and the different accommodations they have for the animals which is pretty cool um, the other one is more of a beverage type place and it's the Nomad Lounge um, and it's a watering hole of sorts, um, as my lovely wife will put it. Um, but I was excited for it. I like trying different things. I think that's the coolest thing about Disney as an adult for me um, is all their different twists and turns on food and beverages and trying it all. I feel like we're going to spend a ton of, ton of money on that in general. Um, which is fine. Uh, it's just a new experience that you get to pay for, and that is what I am pumped about. Yeah, plus I hear that, I mean, just like pretty much anything Disney does, that the decor inside of the Nomad Lounge and just like the vibe that they've created there is supposed to be really cool. Yeah. So again, I think it'll be a good, you know, midday, whatever, break to hit up and sit down and grab a snack and try some different types of beverages. Tim and I are pretty adventurous when it comes to that part of our lives and probably my mom a little bit food wise, Mm -hmm. my dad a little bit beverage wise. So I think it'll be a good spot for all four of us just to, you know, cool down, get something good. We'll probably all get something different and just to kind of You know, like Tim said, get some variety here that only Disney offers because they do so many things with, you know, a Disney twist. There's this thing, but they add just a little bit something extra to make it their own, to make it unique to the park. So you can't get it anywhere else but there. For sure. For sure. You can do this last topic of yours and I'll finish up with mine because I have some good thoughts, I think. So we'll see. Okay, so the one thing that we're looking forward to kind of outside of the parks, not in in one of the four, um, and for me, it's going to be getting back onto the Skyliner. This is such a cool new form of transportation that Disney has added, and I think I just, I don't love heights, but I like being up high in this situation because you can see everything. I think that's why I like the monorail a lot when I was little is that I felt like I was up high and I could see all the things below. And maybe this is because I'm vertically challenged normally is that I can't see a lot of things. You know, I'm the person that probably always needs a stool in a grocery store. We keep a stool in our kitchen and in our closet because I can't reach things because I can't see them. So I think this even higher perspective that I'm going to be able to have of Disney World is going to be super awesome. And I know it's not a new form of transportation. I mean, if you've ever been to a large ski resort, you've been in a gondola, you know what this feels like, but just adding it to Disney World and another way to get around and with us staying at the Boardwalk Resort, it'll be a convenient form of transportation since that's one of the resorts that it's offered at to be able to get on. It'll just add another element to our vacation, another another perspective of Disney magic. Yeah, I think, and this isn't down here for me, a lot about what I'm about to say is not down here for me, but I think 
for me, Disney is all about the parks and all the stuff that we've talked nonstop about. But specifically for me, I, I we've talked about with the Magical Express earlier and um, in a previous episode. But just the transportation is. It might actually be my legitimate favorite thing about Disney is all the different forms and the experiences. I remember taking, I don't know the proper name for it, but the little boat ferry thing um, to Epcot. Is that right? Is that where it goes? Yeah. So you can take a ferry from the Boardwalk Resorts to MGM or Epcot. Yeah. And I remember doing that as a kid. And uh, the monorail is also my favorite. I always wanted to go on it. I went on it a few times. We stayed at the Contemporary. Is that the one that we yeah. go through? Mm-hmm. We stayed there once, and that was really cool. But other than that, I didn't go on it too much. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed looking at it. I think it, the way that they they made it flow, uh, it, it looks aesthetically pleasing. It's not something that's kind of cutting through it. Um, so I'm excited for that. When I was little, I called the monorail the Mama Rail. I thought that's what it legit name was and that's what i referred to it as for oh. many many years until someone corrected me i feel like moms appreciate it so i think it's an accurate <laughs> an accurate term um i'm really i'm really pumped for all that to be honest i just i i guess one of my fears is i hope that that joy that i get from those things aren't overlooked because we are in such a rush to do everything and that isn't a shot at you or your family it's at me too for being so excited for the destination that you don't enjoy the journey, as corny as that saying is. Um, I, I want to make sure that I take the te- step back and, and be a kid there and enjoy all the intricacies of it all. But my actual favorite thing that I'm excited for that's non-park related is uh, it's multifaceted, but it's just kind of walking around with your family and experience it with them, specifically the boardwalk and the boardwalk area. Um, Abby's told me that Kathy, her mother, um, likes to go get coffee in the morning or at the wee hours, which I'm not normally a walking person. I'm not against it, but just walking for no reason isn't top of my list normally. Um, nor is early mornings for no reason. Um, I do that enough for my coaching. However, I'm super excited to wake up and go, and I feel like it's probably going to be just me and Kathy, which would be a unique experience because Abby likes to sleep. But I'm excited to do that, and I'm excited to walk on the boardwalk and just experience people and judge people because I, I don't want to say judge, but that's what I'll do. Um, I'll enjoy going to do all these different types of things and seeing kids really happy and excited. Like that's super cool for me. Just living vicariously through other people. Um, and just enjoying it all. Also another podcaster, uh, has stopped, hasn't stopped talking nonstop about Tonga toast and we're relatively close to that. Um, Tonga toast is in the magic kingdom or at the Polynesian. The Polynesian is the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. We, I think we would have to go to a resort cause it's a magic kingdom resort and we're gotcha. staying in an Epcot resort. Nonetheless, that's something I want to experience as well. Not part of this episode, but something I am very excited for. So that is that for me. Do you have anything else you want to add for this episode? No, I don't think so. I think this is a good bucket list. This will probably be, you know, there'll probably be a part two somewhere down the road before we go because, you know, like Tim said, uh, things are on the bucket list. We've been looking into like researching and things like that about items we want to see or do. And I think that's one we honestly left off completely was seeing something. But seeing something isn't really going on right now. There aren't any... um, like productions going on or parades going on or live shows and see that's the thing is like you say thank god but there's like i love parades and fireworks and 
things like that where I that's the time where I like to stop and like enjoy the magic I don't feel the need to like go on to rides because the lines are shorter because everybody's watching whatever at that time but that's something we really didn't include because it's not happening right now because of COVID so I don't think it's at the forefront of our head and I think they have their place and they're cool and unique I'm never a big parade or firework person but I enjoy them for what they are but I mean, we've done, this is our fourth episode now on stuff basically we want to do or re-experience, and we haven't mentioned that, so I feel like there's time better spent elsewhere, but like Disney, you just kind of enjoy the motions. I, I think that's it for me, for the uh, parades and fireworks, is like, that's not something that will ever be on my list, like, we have to do this, but I feel like it's something that would come up, and we would do, and I would enjoy. I just don't think I would plan for it. Yeah, I guess we talked about Fantasmic a little bit in yeah. the last episode, and that would be like a C for, sure. for me. Um, I always enjoyed that as well. Even though it's not our favorite movie, it was definitely a good nighttime situation. And going at the time that we're going, it will get dark sooner. So, you know, Disney at dark is always a little bit, in my opinion, more magical for than sure. it is during the daytime. So the fact that we'll get... I guess more darkness kind of leans to something. I guess a bucket list item of being in the parks at night, even if it's during, you know, quote unquote normal hours and not extra magic hours, but yeah. it'll be dark out and the atmosphere just kind of changes. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is the atmosphere. I think when you go in the morning, you get excitement of people and children and that whole vibe. And then when you get to night, it's more the majesticness of Disney. So. That'll be cool without going off tangent too much. I'm going to wrap it up because I feel like Abby will continue talking about random yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was only... The one thing I want to say is when Tim and I were playing volleyball um, over the weekend and everything, we actually played with a couple whose daughters and the wife were about to leave to go to Disney World. And just like Tim said, like when you get up in the morning and you see the children excitement because we feel like they go to the parks pretty early... They were so excited just to talk about going on their trip, and their mom was excited about it. They're doing a girls-only trip. Dad doesn't get to go, which kind of made me sad for Dad, but the girls were super excited to go and had brought some Disney stuff with them, and it was just... I mean, we are excited to go, but seeing that enjoyment in them just, I think, even made me more excited to go because sure. of them. That's what Disney's all about and why we do this podcast. Um Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. If you have thoughts, comments, suggestions, please let us know. Abby has the addresses, so what are they? Yeah, so our Instagram is Mouse Ears Rec. REQ is our Instagram handle that you can look us up. And our email address is mouseearsrequired at mail.com. Like always, please like, subscribe, give us some feedback, give us some comments, and uh, we'll catch up with you guys shortly. Sounds great. Have a great week, guys. Bye bye.